Hello. Oh, hello, Merlin. How are you? Good morning, Dan. How good are you? Good, good afternoon. Good afternooning. Good afternoon. Oh, oh. How are you? Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm out of sorts. You know no, what's you happening? Know me, I, did you? Did you? I was listen. Uh, legit. Yeah. I was a yep. little worried that you got the virus because the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was watching the boat go by. Whoop, honk honk. Uh, oh God. Oh my God. There's <laughs> there's so much going on, Dan. Um, I don't like to talk about the show on the show. No, I know that. Yeah, but but long story short, um, I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> if you've heard, but there's kind of a lot going on right now. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of what we in the market, those of us in the markets, you know, Uh working in the markets. (laughs) Yes. We call this uncertainty. Oh. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. And like we say in the markets, a lot of that is, is, you know, uh, baked into the price of Mm. life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The price of the price of life is, has a baked in uh, uncertainty. But uh, the last couple days, oh my God, I've been so bananas. And I imagine it's even been double bananas for you. Well, it's weird because, uh, like, South by Southwest was canceled, mm. and that... I want to talk about that. Yeah, it's really interesting um, because, like, they kept saying that they were absolutely not mm-hmm. going to uh, do that. and C- Cancel it. Yeah, and so what yeah. happened was, and I think this was... I have to think this was a plan is that they could to wait as long as they could. And basically what happened, my understanding of it is that the city of Austin, like the mayor and the mayor's office canceled it. Um, and not has got to be, uh, remember to circle back to why I brought this up because I don't want to apologize to you on the air, but (laughs) knowing what I've heard, like, about the financial impact that must oh, have been it's huge it's good an it's incredibly huge. difficult decision like a really a gutsy gutsy decision oh yeah and i but i think i think south by it as as a company as a business as a conference didn't want to cancel it but they knew they should and they kind of wanted it seemed like they kind of wanted the we, government we just don't to, want to be the ones. Yeah, right. we don't want to be the ones to say right. it. Well, they said right. we had to do it, so we did it. Thank God we didn't have to be the ones to say to do it. I think it was that kind of thing. But yes, the impact is huge. They, I, he- I've heard different numbers at, at the low end, three hundred and fifty million dollar impact. But I think that it, you, it, the, the, the one that got me is like, uh, so I mean, I, I've been to South by Southwest twice, and I had a good time. You were here, by the way, in the gold, in the salad days of South by Southwest Interactive. I think the 90s, the early 90s, early to mid 90s were probably the salad days, but I don't know. In any case, I I had a good time, but like anybody, you go, oh God, South by Southwest. I mean, I I don't like going to things in general, but like I knew that the trend line for where it was going was less and less of my kind of thing. Yeah, A lot of people with like cameras in their hats and stuff. Yes. yeah, and it's just not my, not my tempo. Um, please, please take your camera hat away. <laughs> I don't. I did not consent to this search. May I go, officer? Um, the uh, but the my only point being, like, I, I I was not about to like crack wise about this because you know a lot of people go to have a great time, but it's one of those like perceived hipster. Like, oh, hipster doofus things, or increasingly maybe a douchebag thing. So you mm-hmm. go, meh, well, I'm glad it's canceled. Those people suck. Meh, grackles. 
But um, <laughs> but the fact, the thing that I heard was that, and you can tell me if you've heard something similar. I heard that it's not dissimilar to uh, the Christmas season in the sense that there are people in the service industry, people in all kinds of support industries, right? The, it's not just the baristas, it's also the lighting riggers and it's the people who own the clubs. And But especially, I guess, for like bartenders and yes, yes, servers, yes. that it could be up to half of your income for the year. Isn't that crazy? This is what Have you I heard was, that figure? Is, yes, that, is that a figure you've heard? Yes, it is a figure I've heard. I've heard this from a number of people who I know personally here in town, but a lot of this is on Twitter that uh, people have been tweeting or retweeting about, and I've been reading about it, that there are a lot of people who work in the service industry, whether they're Lyft drivers or bartenders or whatever, who, you know, or restaurants as a whole or bars as a whole, where they they might make 50, like you said, 50% of their income for the year during the South by Southwest. Because you're booked, you're booked. Cheek to jowl, night after night. Yeah. Whether that's a bar or whether that's a venue for music, you might have multiple acts. Yeah. There are people who were, you know, putting their, making their down payment for their house during the South by Southwest week. I mean, it's, it's, it cannot be um, overstated Mm -hmm. how much this will affect people. Like for me, you know, directly, of course, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not, I don't even go down there, but you know, like we'll get, we'll get hit by the, uh, by the, the economy, crumbling. the economy problem, the that's general, real. the general national international economy crumble, right. Will be very bad for us, but we, we do get to stay in an office. So, but hey, I don't know. It just, it's, it's got me thinking, um, about, uh, I don't know, just all these foreseeable or unforeseeable kind of knock on effects or like, and you know, everybody's talking about this to some extent, but if I feel like at this rate, and again, the last couple three days have been wild uh, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the the stock market, the um, the treasury, uh, bonds, oil, all that stuff is crazy. But then on top of it all is this still like, go look at the charts for uh, COVID nineteen right uh, the growth. It's people. It is being said by some pretty smart people that it looks exponential at this point. If you yeah. look at Italy or you look at China. Anyway, um, it's just wild. It's wild to think about. But it was in the context of that that I just wanted to say I want to publicly apologize to Dan Benjamin because <laughs> all the uncertainty about what's going on right now uh, hits us. It's probably much the same way it hits you, which is like, I mean, what's going to happen with where my wife works is still like pretty much like an hour by hour, like you know, stay home if you can, kind of thing. But right. like, they're dangerously close to just saying, okay. Except in extreme cases, like go, all teaching is moving to Zoom and all like IRL stuff like needs to be conducted, not IRL. Right. Um, and then on top of that, we got the school stuff. Yeah. Where, Are they I doing mean, anything with, with your kid's school yet? Well, they, the, uh, the best high school in the city, uh, which is just down the road from my house over by the mall, uh, it, um, it closed up on Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. because of, I think, a, a relative of a kid, and they're still closed down. They will be closed down today and tomorrow, on Monday and Tuesday, as we record this. Mm. But I mean, I'm I'm uh, following. <laughs> following i'm i'm just inhaling all of the information i can about like what we know and because there's so how can i describe this this sounds man i know i sound manic right now but it is it is wild how much connected chaos will result from this right so there's the there's the initial chaos of oh my god in my case i hope 
you know, I hope my mom doesn't get this because I right. can't fly there to help her. I right. can't, I'm not going to get on a plane and go to Florida right now. I don't think that's a wholesome thing to do right now. Um, our, many of our good friends are currently on a cruise, mm, I know, <laughs> a cruise I know. that left the day before the state department said, whatever you do, don't go on a cruise. <laughs> I know. That's up in the air. Uh, because that boat trip is happening, uh, we canceled this week's Roderick on the line. Um, we have, I have two other things that moved a little bit this week, plus a couple guest appearance things this week. We, I had totally spaced that we rescheduled to today from our usual Tuesday time. And on top of it all, because I was feeling overwhelmed last night, I put on like permanent do not disturb and didn't mm-hmm. even really like look at my phone mm-hmm. very much until, and I totally missed that I was doing this with you. But you know, when you're sitting there and thinking about, so I, I wanted to publicly apologize to Dan Benjamin because that is not how I do. And uh, I, that was wrong of me. But you get into this stuff like, okay, if we're going to be at home, who's going to be at home when? Well, luckily, our kid is old enough that she can be home and often right. is home by herself. That's all That's all good. That's fine. I mean, my office is around the corner. It's not hard to do podcasts where I'm not around other people. But now we're getting into, okay, well, if we're going to be home all the time, do we have the enough and the right kinds of food on hand, right. let alone for like a potential you know, catastrophic situation. Uh, short answer, unless you like a lot of Zatarain's rice, no. <laughs> that might be expired. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I think I think we have low acid coffee and Zatarain's rice. I hope you're hungry, kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, it's all that stuff together is a little bit overwhelming. Um, and then, you know, I'm carrying on here. But the other thing I could not stop thinking about. So we, we must have talked about this last week, but you saw the press conference where the guy in, in uh, Iran was like mopping his brow. Yes. Uh, God. So, so now, for people who like, haven't it, seen oh, yeah, that. So go, go. Yeah. This <laughs> was people, one of our first like whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. They're talking about to, to how. To calm nerves. Yeah. The, don't worry the, about it. Everything's yeah. going to be all right. Get out of here. You're yeah, fine. Yeah. And, then he and, he, uh, and he was <laughs> visibly showing symptoms of some kind of fever. <laughs> flu type situation while he was uh, <laughs> allaying the fears of the Iranian people. Now, something like last I heard, I haven't checked in, but something like 8% of their uh, their version of Congress is, is ill. Is sick with it. Mm. Uh, as of today, two members of Congress uh, that we know of are self-quarantining. Um, is that the phrase? Right. I think that's social, the word, Social yeah. distancing, they call yeah. it. Uh, including uh, your pal, Ted Cruz from the great state of Texas. Yeah. My, my good friend. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. worried I really. Bo- I need a bogle for the glotch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I may, I may, uh, I may stop by the house later. You know, just he check, check in on him to, uh, to swing. I mean, he by. already, he already lives in Houston. How much yeah. worse could it get? Am I right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Texas mm-hmm. humor. Huh? Mm-hmm. Houston sucks. Um, so, uh, but then you get into the stuff of like, I, I still keep obsessing over this. Okay, we have an estimate of the whatever incubation time, the time that you can start carrying it to the time that you have symptoms is believed to be somewhere between something up to two weeks, possibly five days. Yeah. But then you look at the guy at CPAC and maybe he just decided to like, decided he wasn't sick, but he got (laughs) exposed before CPAC. Right, right. And then like announced it like, so that to me, by my math, that's two weeks between like when he got it and when he was out, uh, so to speak, anonymously about, out about it. Um, but I don't know. It's just wild to me when you start thinking about the fact, like how many people don't know who all they've been in contact with. Well, at the same time, we have to invoke the man's name, the man's administration. It's so crazy that they're still trying to 
like tamp this down and say, don't worry, you're good. I know. Because, you know, somebody, I mean, I haven't caught up with my mom in a couple of days, but I need to, I'm dreading checking in with her. Um, but, you know, there are, let's just say that there are people in Florida who are fans of Donald Trump and might believe that the virus is fake news. One never knows. Yeah, my, my mom's uh, worried about it also. And, and she's, you know, she's researching it heavily and, and uh, trying to prepare. And, you know, I... I understand the hoarding of toilet paper just in general, even if there is no coronavirus. I think hoarding toilet paper, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the water thing that kind of confuses me. I did talk about this a little last week with John before he went off on his uh, on his cruise. Mm. But, you know, the, that's not something I just want to go on record and say, I don't think that's something people need to. They don't need you don't need to be stockpiling water. I think the water was still very low on the concern scale. It's not, I mean, even, even if a tremendous number of people get it and get sick, there's still, the water will still flow. The power will still flow. Internet's still going to work. They might quarantine you, but they're not going to quarantine the employees (laughs) of the power plant. No. (laughs) Yeah. A friend of Max has bought one of those like survival straws. You know, oh, like that you can drink like <clears throat> pond water or irradiated water. Yeah, you can drink right water. out of a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> Max was like, wait, so you're, you're, you're planning for this is like, if it gets to the point where I have to drink out of a puddle, I'll be okay with this straw. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. You're going to be made into sandwiches before that oh, by, yeah. by the mean people. They'll make mm. you into sandwiches. But then it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's just wild to think about the exposure. Once we start getting a better idea of exactly how long it takes and exactly, you know, uh, what it comes down to is we have a man in the White House who is so adamant that this is not a problem that could affect the stock market that he's going to continue having rallies of old people. I know. And he's going to be shaking hands with them to make his point. I'm, would you have gone on the cruise if you had been John Roderick? Would you have gone on the cruise or would you have backed out of it? I would have backed I, there's out. Not in, there's not any number of levels for me to personally adequately respond to how much I, I never want to be on any cruise ever oh, again. Oh, well, then, yes. So so setting that aside, I mean, <laughs> nice people. It's great. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. They got gravy. It's good. But not, not my thing. But um, I, I don't want this to be played back at a time when it seems uh, like I'm being... Uh, no, I would not have gone. There's no goddamn way I would have gone. But then yeah. what's he, what's he going to do otherwise? Stay in King County? Not a, not the best place to be right now either. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't maybe think that's, so you're saying maybe he's safer, safer on the cruise. <laughs> yeah, he could be. He could be looking a hand railing and be better oh off God. than like going to the fish market. Because uh, that's what people in Seattle do. Is they love that fish market. That's what but they do. No, All I, natives, no tourists go there. It's just people who live there that are there. Well, you get a punch card, and if you go ten <laughs> times, you get to throw a fish. But you got to wash your hands first. Don't touch the fish's face. It's so important that you not touch the fish's face. I think we ought to record in the afternoon more often. You're on fire. Oh man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm quivering. I just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so much uncertainty. I'm not anxious. Anxious, no. anxious. That's what I say. No, I'm great. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> well, we got some stuff here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you want to tell me about something you like? Oh yeah, let me tell you about native. Native. Oh, there it is. Did you know, Merlin, that many, they say many in the copy. I'm going to say most, and my personal observation, it seems like almost all 
of regular deodorants have some kind of aluminum in them. And you know what? That's how they work. I didn't know mm -hmm. this until I started learning more about Native that regular or conventional deodorant with aluminum in it, the aluminum or something is forming a pl plug, plug in your sweat aluminum, glands. Al aluminum plug. Plugs. It's about plugs. <laughs> and they, they go into your sweat glands and that's what keeps you from sweating. It makes a plug. It makes a plug. So that doesn't seem wholesome. I don't like the idea of that. Now, Native's deodorant is made without aluminum. You can feel better about what you're putting on your body. That's the whole point of Native is it's natural. It's safe. It's ingredients that you know. So there's no aluminum. There's no parabens. There's no talc. It's also vegan. It's never tested on animals. So, I, I mean, that might be a downside. I don't know if this will keep animals from sweating. Mm. but that's for them mm. to figure out that's up to them i don't know but they don't mm -hmm. test it on animals they only test Are the it on animals people. vegan they don't test it on vegans it does it say that in the copy dan does it say whether they're vegan animals they're not I'm, testing on i don't see it command they don't F. get a plug at all mm. but it's made of ingredients mm. that you've heard of like coconut oil or shea butter and you're wearing think about this not a day goes by that you're not putting on deodorant if you're if you're a person who cares about such things why not make it out of ingredients that you know, put it on natural stuff? So the the scents are, they have like coconut and vanilla, which is their most popular one. Lavender and rose, never tried it. Cucumber and mint, my favorite. Mm -hmm. Eucalyptus and mint, gonna try it next. And the, the, the scents are fresh, is the way I would describe them. You know what though? There are some people who are like, I'm out. I don't want a scent at all. They mm -hmm. have you covered too. They even have an unscented option and they even have a baking soda free formula because I guess some people are sensitive baking soda. Who knew? They I didn't did. know that. Are the, an are the animals unscented that they're not testing on with plugs? I would assume all animals are scented. And all animals are scented. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just natural. And that's what they're all about. Natural stuff. Yeah. There's Na no natural. risk to try it. You can order it. Are you and talking they about native? Are you talking about native? Native. Okay. All right. They offer th 30 day free returns and exchanges anywhere in the USA, and, uh, and they've got over 9,000 five-star reviews from their customers. Now, check this out. I'm not, I'm not done, Merlin. I am no. not done. They no. are relaunching their toothpaste line. Oh, that's nice. I, they had it. Now they've, hmm. they're relaunching it. And is it going to be like Star Trek, where it was like an alternate universe? Is there a <laughs> like the Ke Kelvin version well, no spoilers, of the toothpaste? But like, is Pike alive in this toothpaste? <laughs> if, if <laughs> Yes. I love Pike. You like him? They also did a little flipsy dipsy with the the Kirk uh, Kirk and Spock. Not, I don't know what I'm talking about. Not You're talking spoiling about it, but yes, they did. They did flipsy dipsy. Yes, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Don't get me started on the Kelvin universe. Hate it. Oh, really? Hate it. Huh? Hate it. Name him. Name, name him Tiberius. Huh. I'm Thor. Huh. Okay, um, Kelvin. I gotta learn what that means. So this Kelvin. is this toothpaste. Unlike a lot of the natural toothpaste that you might have tried or heard about, that it's not gritty. It it foams because a lot of the native ones they're gritty and they don't foam. These are gritty, huh. not gritty, and Wait. they foam. Hmm? Oh, okay. And they're, they're relaunch. They talk about native. Yes, and they're going to relaunch the line. And they have you can get you want fluoride. They got. I don't it. want grit. I don't want grit. I'm avoiding grit. You're like me, and you want fluoride free. They got that too. All Flu of this is fluoride there. free. Yeah. The devil you say. I don't do oh. it. Uh, it's a oh government thing. They're trying to get rid of yeah. the plutonium. Okay, so yeah, the sap and impurify. Go, all of our precious. Check this. I will no out. longer sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, and the international communist conspiracy to sap and impurify all of our precious bodily fluids. Do you have that memorized? 
Oh, yeah. I've had it memorized for years. I was there feeding you, Jack, feeding you. That's amazing that you have Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> it's a contract. A contract. Do you want me to do it? I'll, do, I'll, do, save, it, do, I'll no, save it for well, later. I'm talking about native? I'm talking about n- native right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's killing you not to do it, right? Yes, but well, I'm going to get... Go do it. Go do it. As part All of the right. spot? Sure. Hey, hey, listen, no rules just right. We're just having fun here. Merlin, have you ever had a single moment's thought about my responsibilities? Have you ever thought for a single solitary moment about my responsibilities to my employers? Has it ever occurred to you that I may have agreed to look after the Overlook Hotel until May the 1st? Does it matter to you at all that the owners have placed their complete confidence and trust in me and that I have signed a letter of agreement, a contract in which I have accepted that responsibility? Do you have the slightest idea what a moral and ethical principle is? Do you? Has it ever occurred to you what would happen to my future if I were to fail to live up to my responsibilities? Has it ever occurred to you? Has it? Okay. And to finish up the spot, nativedeodorant.com n-a-t-i-v-e nativedeodorant.com the promo code you're got, you've got to use is Aye. back to work it's one mm. word and what does this give you? Mm. perhaps mm. it gives you 20% off your first purchase that's not bad and they've it's got the bad. return deal if you're in the USA when you, when you talk to these people tell them mm. you don't want the parabens and they won't give them okay Okay. You could, could you get them on the side though? They don't even have them in, in the store. They don't keep them. They don't keep them at <laughs> the native HQ. It's a BYO. They don't have access parabens. to the parabens. BYOP. BYO paraben. Twenty percent hmm. off. NativeDeodorant.com promo code back to work. Thanks very much for making this show possible, Native. And I've got it on right now. Bok bok. Another <laughs> listener wrote in to ask about bok bok. Buck, buck. And where it's from, and uh, we will not be answering that email on the okay. air, but it's it has been answered. We need a Gary's van, which, by the way, I've never been to Gary's van. I only hear mm-hmm. about it, but we need a Gary's van for just that one topic on this show. The entire Facebook group is just the answer to that one question. Oh, I see. Where is Bok Bok from? And it would just uh, have okay. a video and the explanation. Yeah. And a picture of, of I, us. I, I thought about doing that. I've thought about doing that with my uh, bespoke Squarespace site. Like I, I started, I was thinking I should make a page for internet ramen so that I can make Amazon affiliate money uh-huh. off yeah. of internet ramen. Since like, I kind of like, I didn't invent it, but I think I popularized it. You know, for example, I could call it the ramen method. I, Speaking I approve, of which, I, I approve of that. Oh have yes. You, have you, have you, Dan, have you any methods that you would like to <laughs> like a toothpaste without paraben scent dot? tested on animals is there is there a method that you would like to put in front of the the listeners well thanks for mentioning that merlin yes i've been i I have brought the podcast method uh podcast is back and um i would love it if those who are in podcasting uh would listen to it anyone who makes a show or even listens to shows or is thinking about doing a show i do my best to answer your questions and talk about cool fun gear and uh news and other fun things and I don't know if you've paid any attention to this, Merlin, but podcasting is really a thing now. Um, mm. When I started the show, uh, I guess three or four years ago, it there wasn't a whole lot to talk about other than answering questions. There wasn't podcast news. There was there was no news. News was once a year, maybe. But now there's a lot of news and a lot of gear and a lot of great uh-huh. questions coming in. So if this is interesting to you, I would love it if you'd listen to the show. It's at podcastmethod.fm. 
and uh, go there and check it out. Ask your questions. I need questions. I need lots of mm-hmm. questions to make the show interesting. Uh, so um, go ask me a question. You want to know what Mixed Minus is? I'll tell you what it is. Ask me. I still don't totally understand that, so I should listen. Podcastmethod.fm. And thanks uh, to the people who are listening and supporting me uh, by doing the show. There's a Patreon, too, that, that helps pay bills. So I appreciate it. And uh, go Podcast check method. it out. Podcastmethod.fm. I, um, I, I think there's, um, it's hard to peg this to a certain even year, but, um, it's interesting how, um, well, like, like in your case, you're out there saying like, let me help you out with, you know, up in your game with your podcast stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like, so a corollary for this is, I feel like Mac websites in, into the early two thousands when there weren't a ton, mm-hmm. but like there were ones that like you go to Macintosh or you would go to Mac central or, um, you know, there's like a handful of these, but you didn't need a site like 43 folders yet. There was not the need to sort of um, disambiguate general Mac advice into like more specific, well, what kind of Mac advice? Is this high-end Mac advice? Is this student Mac advice? Or in my case, is this, you know, productivity oh, Mac advice? Right. Do you follow? Yeah. And I feel like something similar has probably happened with podcast stuff, where like for the longest time, setting aside the podcasts that are made, the ability to help folks with various podcast things has gone from here's how to set up a feed at iTunes or, you know, with Apple. Yeah. To like, well, here's how to specifically succeed given these kinds of goals and this sort of audience. And that to me feels healthy. That means that the ecosystem is diversifying where there is not one necessarily one size fits all advice for anybody but the very newest person. Right. And so you're sort of, do you feel like you're sort of aiming for the intermediate beginner looking to become intermediate, intermediate looking to go pro? Like, how would you think about your focus? I, I really try to make it as general purpose as, as and applicable to everyone as possible. I mean, I, I answer questions from people who, I wouldn't say it's quite as basic as how, how do I plug this microphone into the preamp or what, it, you know, but yeah. I have answered very, very basic questions because I think that there's something to be learned even from the the more straightforward questions. But I've also answered advanced ones. Last last episode, somebody was saying, well, how do I record multiple people in one place where there's a uh, another guest who's on Skype? And how do I make sure that the person who's remote on Skype can hear everyone in the studio There's at the same so time? There's so many gotchas. There's so yeah, many gotchas to that. Yeah. So and you'll like think, really at least everyone. in my experience, you'll, you'll think it's going great. And then guess what? That didn't go through Skype and it didn't get recorded. Right. It's exactly. really complicated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I um, boy, there's there's really there really is just so much to learn, and um, yeah, I think it's an exciting time. I really do. I, I really like podcasts a lot. I um, I, I kind of follow my nose, and I end up you know listening to less of one thing. I do find myself listening to less of the radio show type stuff that has constituted most of my listening in previous ages. Oh yeah. I still like a lot of slate stuff, but like I, I finally realized like I keep downloading fresh air, but I never listen to it Uh because it oddly feels like a little bit like two days late all the time on what they're covering. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, it's weird. I mean, it's, it's so uniquely suited. You look at something like the success of, um, the daily and like the hunger that people have for like a digestible, you know, a shorter um, condensed, mm -hmm more yeah. packed, packed full kind of a podcast. And, and one, one of the less crappy uh, and annoying and um, predatory things that Spotify is doing that I think is cool, I don't have a need for this, but I think it's cool, is that I think it's called Daily Drive, where Spotify has a thing where it puts together a bunch of your favorite songs plus news. Mm-hmm. 
It's pretty, I think stuff like that's a really neat idea. That's a really yeah. innovative uh, use of that. Um, so apropos of nothing, uh, I don't know if you're a listener to Reply All. Is there any chance you heard the latest Reply All? I have not listened to the latest one. What's, uh, what's the story on there? What's happening? It's a story about a guy who's had a song in his head um, for a really long time. Okay. And basically, um, it's called, it's a, it's a segment they do called, I think it's called Super Tech Support. And it's led to some of their most legendary things um, that they've done over time, like visiting, um, you know, a call center in India and all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I really super don't want to spoil it, but um, it's, a, it's a really good program. And um, one of my favorites, I think, on uh, Gimlet and, or excuse me, Gimlet slash Spotify. Right. But yeah, I, I would suggest checking it out. It's not super long, but I, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Podcastmethod.fm. Yeah, that's the one. I've seen this phrase, Kelvin Universe. What does that mean? Okay, so... Um, I've seen it used in like on StarTrek.com when they do lists and they're referring to which show is this, is this TOS, they do D, and they'll say Kelvin Universe. What does that mean? Right. I mean, Cal- it's usually a Kelvin Universe or Kelvin Timeline. <clears throat> um, so basically... Oh, I see. Okay. There, is a, there is a primary reality in Star Trek, and that is the reality that if you never watched... Um, the movies by J.J. Abrams, that's the only universe you need to focus on, really. That's it. I mean, except there's- for, a, Except for weird stuff, it's all the, the same. The mirror continuity. universe and things like that. But yeah, it's-, it's like one, Yesterday's Enterprise, which is a very good episode. Right, it's a wonderful episode. Um, but the Kelvin timeline is a, it's another universe. It's a parallel universe because there was- so this goes back to the first uh, Star Trek movie, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, where Nero is this Romulan and they're, um, they take this ship and they use it and basically they attack the USS Kelvin, which I don't want to give anything else about the movie away because there are people who are going to want to watch it. I'm sorry that you're going to watch it, but fine. Okay. And, All right. And basically okay. the attack upon the USS Kelvin is what changed the entire continuity of what we think of as Star Trek starting back before the Kirk time period, really, or at the beginning of the Kirk time period is a better way to say it. And and so it, it led to time travel and a black hole and the destruction of, you know, Vulcan and uh, an attack on Earth and all of these different things that happened that didn't happen in the original telling in the original normal universe. And my feeling on this was, okay, fine. You wanted to do a different timeline. You wanted to tell the story in a different way. That's cool. I guess. I don't feel like it was necessary. That's the whole thing mm-hmm. is why was this necessary? Um, just tell it the way you want to tell it. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like that. There was a separate continuity. I, there was not a lot that I liked about the new JJ Abrams Really? Take on it. Yeah. I Ooh, mean, my daughter I, would have words with you. Oof. Oh, I, there's a lot of people who loved it. And I'll tell you what, for a lot of people who didn't grow up watching Star Trek the way that I did, I think it's a wonderful way to get into it. And I think there's a lot of people who love it and good. I never said yeah. it was bad. I, I said, I don't like are, it. The performances are really fun. I think everybody had, I mean, it was, they really turned things upside down in a lot of ways. Like you mentioned the, the Kirk Spock thing is just one of those things. And, and yeah, it was, it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting, but there were things I didn't like about it. It's just mm-hmm. a personal, you know, there it just seemed 
weird to me, but that's fine. People you're, love you're it. You're talking to so. a fellow where you never need to say, that's just how I feel about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I appreciate it's called a gimme. That. It's the thing I invented called the gimme. Okay. And a gimme is when you are allowed to like something and you just say to other people, I'm just allowed to like this. Right. Or I'm just allowed to not like this. And, and that's the, that's the uh, you know, the thought terminating cliche. We're done with the conversation. Dunzo. Right. Um, when I get home, I will take a photo and send it to you, which is the shrine to um, Leonard um, McCoy that my daughter has made in our hallway. We have a thing in our house that used to be like, you know, in the old days when you'd have a little, like a box that the telephone was in. Yeah. There's this gorgeous little gothic kind of figure in, not figure, but like this uh, concave built-in thing that has no use now. And we generally use it for decorations on a seasonal basis. Okay. She has made it into a celebration of all things bones. So she photoshopped, well, using Procreate technically, because she's really good at it now. She put... Um, put DeForest Kelly's face on Jesus and printed that out and put it up in the middle. And then she has pictures of Carl Urban cut out all around the sides. And I'm told that this will be a permanent installation. Oh, it is permanent. Well, that was my next question. She's mainly a Spock person, but sometimes she gets on a tear about McCoy. McCoy. McCoy, right? McCoy? Bones. Yeah, McCoy. Bones. Because all he has left are his bones. <laughs> that's No, no, yeah. that, seriously, that, that, that's what Carl Urban says anyway in the Kelvin timeline. He says after his wife divorced him, all he had left were his bones. Mm, okay. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Um, are we going to do some letters after a while? Yeah, we can do whenever you want. Um, I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, you know, a bunch of this I'll save. Um, have you ever messed with Otter, the app and service? I have not, but I Otter. Yeah. <sighs> Show's over. That was good. Was this the last, uh, this is our last final episode? Is it, it over? That's the last goof. We just, <laughs> just put it in the ground. Sorry, grandma. You Show can't expect me to not do that. It's the afternoon. No. That's, that's true. Oh, that is true. Huh. Um, I had downloaded this app a while back and played with it just a little bit because I'd heard a little bit about it. Then there was a lot of people talking about it on political Twitter. They love this app. Otter is I don't know. It's just, it seems so drop dead easy and good and worth uh, the subscription that I'm paying for it now. It's a, um, at the, at the most basic level, it's a meeting note taker, sort of. You basically put your phone on the table, it records what it's hearing and like pretty instantly transcribes it. Like pretty good transcription. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just kind of a marvel. Um, and I, I pop for the year subscription just cause it seems like a great service. I want to support them. Um, but when you do that, you get lots of little extra bennies. And one of them is you can drop, um, uh, audio into your Dropbox, your like basically apps slash otter folder. Uh-huh. And it will start transcribing it on your iOS device. I like that. How wild is that? So for fun, I dropped in, um, an ad spot that I did for a different podcast and it got it pretty much verbatim. It was wild. I was, I, in fact, I was um, laying on the couch on the other side of my office while my brother, my brother, me was playing. And when I stopped talking, it got the audio from like across the room. <laughs> correct. But just, I would say, just go check this app out. Even if you don't end up buying it. Um, this is the kind of thing that makes me feel, I don't know, still excited for the future of iOS that there are, there's somebody out there willing to make a great app, charge a little for it, for the subscription anyway. Um, it, it makes me happy. So I thought I'd mention that to people. Oh, very good. Autobox. Have you, now what about, I'm going to save it for next time. Have you heard of or used the app Jumbo? Which Jumbo. Uh, attempts to be an app 
for helping you with your social media privacy security stuff. Have you heard of it or used it? No, I'm trying to think of it, but no, it doesn't ring any bells. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll save it for next time. But I'm I'm curious about this app because on the one hand, there's several things. So what you do is you go to this app and you uh, authenticate with uh, stuff like Facebook, uh, Twitter, Amazon, Google. You authenticate mm-hmm. and optionally have it save your password for the future. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then it goes through and does stuff like, do you want to delete all your Alexa recordings? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Alexa, stop. Do you want to delete all of your Echo recordings? Yes, I do. Um, do you want to uh, make sure that you're all locked down on these various uh, platform things? And it does all that. I'm just curious because on the face of it, it does seem really cool. And I did sign up and I did use it. But on the other hand, I always get a little bit of itchiness about stuff that stuff like that. Because it's it now has your password and, and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because you get yeah. a little pop up that says, do you want me to save this, you know, um, password uh for future use and it's like mm, i don't know not Just really curious. i don't but you know and, and this, is the, thing that, this is the thing that gets me all the time Roman, all the time every damn time i i'll be sitting there i'll be using my phone phone is unlocked holding mm-hmm. my phone holding it haven't put it down go from one app to the next now it's gonna look at my face again i'll authenticate the other thing now i gotta go over here and it's gonna authenticate oh, the thing again now and then this other thing it's and it's still me like i say it out loud to my phone i think people think i'm completely insane i'll say to my phone it's still me it has it hasn't you haven't left my hand I, even i get i get i think why they do that um, it's still I'm, me. For, for, Just know that it's be, me. Well, it's I Mer- know, Merlin. If I was be, sitting across the table from you, you at the restaurant, and, and say, we're well, having who are you <laughs> and, right, <laughs> who are you? like every thirty seconds, you're like, yeah. "Can I speak with Dan, please?" I'm like, "Yes, Merlin. I'm yeah. still here across from you." Please, That's please what identify it feels the crosswalks. Like. Yes, so called Dan. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you three <laughs> pictures. You tell me which uh-huh. one has a picture of a fork. <laughs> then I'll know it's really you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think I, I totally get that. And I'll give you an example. So the idea is like, if you, if you're using your bank app or, you know, one password or anything where you for sure want that to be very secure, I think it's actually weirdly comforting sometimes, especially in the age of face ID. It's nice that you don't have to like, you know, put in a crazy code every time. Yeah. Um, but with that said, I remember one time there was a very short lived bug, I think a short live bug in um, one password so I don't exactly understand how this works, but you know, most apps, when they close up, I think they do something that's the equivalent of like, a lot of them will do the equivalent of like a JPEG screenshot so that it looks like oh, it's Oh, right. Loading. So the next time that you load it, or if, if yeah. you're looking at the card, it's sort of well, a- you minimize the amount of dynamic information right, yes. to keep it fast. But like, there was one time where like, I freaked a little bit because I didn't get the request for my master password on launch and it, just for like a- portion of a second there was a flash of what had been up before i mm, think because of that right and i did go like whoa that's not supposed to happen like uh this is like you know uh, i accidentally took a photo of my balls ah. <laughs> you know that kind of feeling um <laughs> yeah. no i know but exactly with that what you're said about. if you really want to be productive especially on ipad where you do have the the tools and the real estate to like Get in there and pay your bills. Like mm-hmm. if you want to get in there and pay your bills, like you're going to have to reauthenticate with some of those apps a bunch or like re reface ID. So, I mean, I almost do. I wish there was some kind of a way of going like, I don't know. It wouldn't be something you would formally say or do, but I wish there was some way for it to detect that like, yeah, yeah, it's me and we're good for a few minutes here. Like pump the brakes on all the authentication because this is 
making this much more onerous than it needs to be. Yeah, I get that a lot with one password. One, one password especially, where like I will often there's stuff where I will uh, I guess most users know that there's a browser built into one password. If you long press on any of the icons at the bottom of the screen, you get a browser. So I will do a bunch of my business right inside one password if I'm on iOS. I'll mm-hmm. do that all in Safari if I'm on a Mac, but. It's just faster in some ways to do all that right from within one password. But then once you dip out and dip back in, understandably, you need to reauthenticate. Yeah, yeah. If I had dinner with you, I would want to know it's you. You know, just every thirty seconds, keep asking. How, me. how would I? How would I know if I had an aphasia? I think that's the whole point of of why people go and have one is because then you don't know it. You get one like a procedure. You get an aphasia. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy times. A lot of uncertainty. Um, Dan, why don't you tell me about a second thing that you like. Ah, I would like to tell you about uh, a new sponsor. It's it, and hang on, it's called Handy, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the this is the time it's of year. It's not handsy. It's not handsy. No, it's not getting handsy with Good. someone. So, aside from the tax season, this is the time year. What time is it? We're getting into spring. It's spring. Spring cleaning, Merlin. That's, I, I like to keep my springs very, very clean. I'd like to too. I'm with you on this. <laughs> that was so stupid. And uh, and and clean so, my springs. So it, <clears throat> you know, but a lot of us are busy. We were just talking about how busy. The whole premise of today's show is you're yeah. busy, and there's things yeah. going on now. And you know what? Everybody wants that deep clean of their home, and that's the thing. Handy's here to knock out the spring cleaning for you. They make it really easy and convenient to book home cleanings on a schedule that works for you. Talk about timely. I know. Isn't it great? Mm-hmm. So we need to get it really get in there. Do a deep, deep clean. It's not, I'm not talking. They don't come in with like a broom and kind of brush things around. Do and, they come right, in with one of those like French made dusters? I, that's not dust? enough. That's not no. enough. That's what I'm saying. It's not enough. You're just moving it around. Yeah. You're just spreading it. They don't do that kind of thing. They have, well, first of all, there's a very, very easy to use. They have an app and a website. And you can book your home cleaning in like 60 seconds. It'll match you with a top rated pro in your area. You can choose who you want to work with. You can compare profiles. You can read customer reviews. And then they have the cleaning plans. So you could do weekly, you can do bi-weekly, you can do monthly. They schedule the recurring bookings. They make it easy. And there's upfront pricing. So you all do this through the app. And this is what I love about it. You pay securely. You don't have to worry about a cash or a check when the person gets there. It's paid for it, through the app. It couldn't be easy to do it and a hundred listen they, they don't want any kind of like accusation that a hundred percent of the tips go to the pros they're not they're not grifting it's this no not skims. a grift no, no skims no grift and uh and you can do this so anytime from uh 7 a.m to 11 p.m seven days a week of course it's based on the availability of the, of the person that you want to pick but pretty much any time that works for you you can have them do it and they also care. They do background checks. So you can go to uh, handy.com slash trust dash and dash safety. And you can look at the the, uh, the background checks that they wow, do they there. really got the bases covered. These are many of the things that people have as concerns when they invite a cleaning stranger into their house. Yes. Do they test on animals? They could test on your animal. Oh, he'd love that. Um, they have a special limited time offer just for our listeners. You're going to get your first three hour cleaning. That's a lot of time to clean. I just want to point that out. That's a lot of cleaning that can happen in three hours. That's a tremendous amount of cleaning. If you tried to do that at our house, you'd run out of house and you'd have too much cleaning. See, that's right. You'd have to um, ba- can you bank it? I don't know if you could bank it. I don't know if you can bank that. 
Don't know. But you're going to get your first three-hour cleaning for only 29 bucks when you sign up for their cleaning plan at handy.com, H-A-N-D-Y, handy.com slash back to work. And, uh, and so again, that's the three hour home cleaning for 29 bucks with your plan and the promo code to use one word back to work. And they want me to say that terms and conditions apply. That seems so, fair. I'm willing to say uh, that three hour cleaning. There you go. Handy.com slash back to work. Go check them out, get your discount and be happy. Live a happy thanks, life. Thanks Hansy. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, breaking news. Oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <clears throat> uh, Representative Doug Collins, whom we all came to dislike greatly during the impeachment hearings. Uh, this afternoon, I was notified by CPAC that they discovered a photo of myself. I think you mean me. Doesn't make you sound fancy. That makes you sound dumb. This afternoon, I was notified by CPAC that they discovered a photo of myself and the patient who has tested positive for COVID-19. I'm not experiencing any symptoms. I decided to self-quarantine out of abundance of caution. So, uh, Collins and two of his staffers are going to self-quarantine. Oh, by the way, oopsie doopsie, here's a photo of him shaking hands with the president before the CDC visit. Mm. This is going to get wild. Are you getting this? I mean, just These because... are three separate devices. Now, if you shake, if you shake hands with somebody mm-hmm. and they... If you put it. your hand in their mouth and then yeah. put that into your mouth and then touch their eye, now you got a stew going. Yeah, you, know, you got something happening there that you probably don't want. He's wearing his little, he's so cute. He's wearing his little red hat. <laughs> he loves his red hat. That is cute. He's a special little guy. I'd huh. wear a red hat. I'd wear a green sure. hat. I'd wear a blue hat. I don't care. Yeah. Not, give me a hat. I'll reason. wear it. Give me a hat. Give me, give me, give you me know, a hat. This is the thing that bugs My me. My daughter's become a hat wearer. I wear a hat. I wear a red hat. It's the Phillies hat. hat. Oh, you can't do that. You can't wear a red hat. I can't. Apparently, I can't wear my Phillies hat anymore. No, no. Marco, Marco has already taught us that red hats have been ruined. Remember his nice hat that said computers on it? Oh, yeah. That was I, I, I don't like red hats anyway. For me, it was always a concession to wear the red Phillies hat. They made like a blue one, a, bl- a blue, blue one. Blue, blue. With the, the, the problem with a red hat, there's no baseball cap color that looks makes you look more like a child than red than red you I know. wear you wear an a's hat like a gentleman mm. like a yellow and green hat mm-hmm. that's a cool hat you you wear uh you could wear a giant's hat it's like that uh the black and orange type situation mm-hmm. a red hat is a child's hat no offense to children or hats right i can't argue with it i'm not just well, saying yeah my, my daughter started wearing a hat i think it's what i would call a hamburg it's kind of a hamburg no it's not a fedora a little bit of a Homburg. Uh, she has a Homburg? <laughs> I think so. She's she got clothes uh, for this uh dance. It's called the well, it doesn't matter what. I don't want to give too much, but there's a dance and it's gonna be about, you know, certain times. So she had to get some vintage stuff. Oh, I see. But now you're saying that she's wearing the hat. She just wears it around. Around. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Where were we? Colin CDC did not fly on Air Force One. Yeah, it's going to get wild. Dan, um, do we have any uh, letters from listeners that we, do. that we could address? We do. And if you want to send us a letter, mm-hmm. just go, go to 5x5.tv slash contact. You'll see back to work there. Click the link. I'll get it. And um, now, Merlin, there were, there, yeah. a lot of people will will create an, an email for just for you. And so when, when I read those, if they're, mm-hmm. if I feel like it's worth your time as your handler, I will forward yeah. it to you. So I've sent okay. a few okay. that were just for you, but. Oh, that's right. You did. You did. I don't know if those make it through also, your I've filter. I've had a few leakers lately, so we might need to shut down my whole account there. I had some leakers. <laughs> Let's just get off the internet today. I had some little side leaks. <laughs> like um, a, like a, like an adult diaper that's not doing its job. Right. Like if you're going to the CDC. 
Yeah. Let's see. Um, let me see if I can find that. Oh, Otter, why are you sending me things? Uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> go go ahead, read me something. All right, I will read you. I've this one. So many emails from the school here. Oh my god, I can't. God. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, in in one day, just a random day, I'll get it at least five emails from the school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, this is uh, just in today. And usually Ooh. I go to the old ones first, like us, but I'll go to poppin', this one. Poppin' fresh. Poppin' fresh. Good day, sirs. First time, long time. And then in parentheses, it says, type this in drafts and copied as rich text. So I hope the formatting, links, etc., was preserved. And it was. Uh, the TLDR of this email. One, Merlin and Logic Pro 10. Two, feedback on a listener request on where to start with back to work. And then there's very nice headings and titles and bold. Oh, that's so cool. And it says, uh, for Merlin, number one, for Mm -hmm. Merlin, you've mentioned that you're trying to get more into Logic, so I had this thought. I've used Logic for the better part of 11 years, and it's the app I'd say I'm familiar with the most that I pretty much know at least a few ways to do most things in it. I'd like to propose a screen-sharing call with you, Merlin, so I could share some of the most common steps. If you're up for it, it'd be easier to show this stuff live because muscle memory. Uh Why do I want to do this? Well, I got a few reasons, semicolon. I've gotten so much joy in other positive nouns from you guys in the past couple of years that I'd like to try to reduce this emotional guilt and feeling of owing usefulness (laughs) to the world. Also, I'd like to less of what I know to go to waste because I haven't shared my knowledge and I thought this would be a good opportunity for that. And he, he goes on to break down some different keyboard shortcuts. He talks about an article from, uh, from Brett Terpstra. Um, and then, then he says, um, uh, okay. And then he says, where to start with episodes. Recently, a listener asked for advice on where to start with back to work. I've listened to each episode between two to four times at this point. Whoa. Having started with, I know this is with, That's the, so nice. with the getting things done episodes around 95. And so I've managed to star some of the episodes in overcast. I'm sharing here a list of those starred items. I'm guessing most of these I starred because of something funny and quotable, but also for the advice, hope this helps. And he has provided a list. I would guess there's at least 20. I did forward this email to you. There's at least 20 different, maybe there's more, uh, uh, episodes that he likes that are his personal favorite. So I didn't know, Merlin, wow. if, if you wanted to vet this or share it or what, but I'll leave it. We've gotten to that point. Well, first of all, thank you so much to the listener. Um, that is that is a very, very gracious offer. Um, and that is listener, the, listener, listener Larry. Listener Larry. Um, thank you, listener Larry. Um, we've reached the point now where, what are we at? 460 something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 468. Um, where I definitely do not remember a ton of what we said. I don't remember I'm any usually, of it. I used to be pretty good, I like to think. But um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I we got so many sort of classic bits, like probably in the first like even 20, mm-hmm. 30 episodes. Yeah. But then everything after that's kind of a blur. When I try to find something... Um, to, to like recommend to somebody or somebody's looking for a link. We do you remember where you talked about this. And I use that site colon, you know, five by five dot TV trick. But um, I, I frequently am like, Oh my God, I I'm off by a year or three sometimes. Really? Where I'm like, I feel like we just talked about that. Like uh, not too, not very long ago. And then it's like, Nope, that was like, you know, 2013. What? <laughs> like, that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I'm not one that likes to spend too much time congratulating myself about how long I've done something. Um, but, but that is, it is more just to say, wow, I, <laughs> I sometimes forget how many of these there are. Do you want to, do you want to uh, pluck out a couple? Do you, would um, you like to vet the list? Do you do that? 
I mean, I, I could do it, but there's a couple on here that, you know, he said he started listening at 95, but it's clear that he went back. Yeah. He, he uh, did, did, did the reach around. He mm-hmm. does. Yeah. He does have episode seven in here. So as long as you got episode seven, then I think you're, you're on the right track. If that had been missing from the list, <laughs> then I would have deleted wow, the email. Wow, this is a really nice email. Look at that. Yeah. Um, oh, I just fi- looking falling, at some of the titles the of these yeah. make me feel really happy. Um, I know. For example, Walk the Coastline, Bitches, uh, mm-hmm. episode number 52. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, bagged, <laughs> the Queen is Killing Me. <laughs> bagged and Boarded. Uh-huh. uh-huh Egg yeah. McGuffin. <laughs> uh, they're pretty uh-huh. good names in Zeitgeist here. Zeitgeist Helmet, Canadian Gentle, Hot Rod Hospital <laughs> Ship. The fishery loophole. That's uh-huh. definitely going to be about uh, bottle rockets. Yeah. Um, wake up, Van Hoot. Uh, three healthy holes. Avocado people. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Uh, yeah. I. You know, in another lifetime, it would be handy to have something like tags for things. But you know, one thing I like about this show that I'm sure is well, one thing I like about most of my shows that I know is frustrating to people. Uh, is that, you know, people want stuff like chapter markers and they want stuff like, you know, tags for specific things. And like, I, I, I appreciate that and understand that. And I take that note. My problem is I want you to listen to the whole show Uh because if you jump to what you perceive as the third or fourth segment, you're going to miss a lot. Like this is, we're having fun here. Like part of this is entertainment value. This is not a topical podcast with three sections. This is not like a slate show where there's, you know, three segments, recommendations, and then the, the Patreon-ish part. In other words, like, you, you treat this show as omakase, which is the mm-hmm. chef's choice in a, in a like sushi Japanese restaurant. Oh, you come sit at my table. You're going to eat my food. Right. I, I will get to jump to dessert. I will decide what you eat and in I'll the order that you, you eat. eat it. You, you eat, you eat what I give you in order. You don't get to jump ahead. No. You don't, you don't get to say yada, 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 get me to pie. No substitutions. No substitutions. Omakase? Yeah. Are you watching Japanese um, Queer Eye? I didn't know there was such a thing, but now I'm intrigued. I didn't either. I didn't either. It it crept in. I I don't know how it has not popped up because we watch, whenever a new season comes on, we watch all of them very quickly, but it's pretty delightful. That sounds really cool. Is this a Netflix thing? Yeah, yeah. Same, Same group. It's basically the same group. They're in Japan and they're sort of guide- is this uh, really adorable, uh, you know, kind of willfully adorable, uh, but very pretty uh, Japanese lady who is a, um, like a model influencer, you know, person. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a lot of fun. And it's the same kind of thematic stuff. Like there's a gay guy, there's like a, you know, a, there's all the, all the classics of Queer Eye. There's like, you know, the gay guy who's maybe going to come out and maybe not. And, and then you've got the, <laughs> the, like the lady who does too much for other people and nothing for herself. Or, you know, a couple that hasn't had intercourse in five years and the man wants to know how to be good. So, you know, they give him a haircut and stuff. It's a good show. Yeah. And I hope that answers the question. Totally uh, answers. I feel like I remember She's Five for a Living being good. I remember. Oh, look at that one. That, oh, my gosh. That one's got. Oh, my gosh. This one's got a lot of markdown in it. Look at that. I mean, uh, there's a footnote. <laughs> this is copyright David Co. 2001. That's funny. I love that. That's still good. Oh, oh, she. No wonder she's five for a living. Is the beginning of the Getting Things Done series. All right, all right. I'm going to give you. I'm going to just. This is off the dome. I mean, the first episode is actually pretty good, as episodes go. It's it's already a, like foundational for some of our bits. 
Um, you know, really, I think you kind of, kind of can't go wrong probably through the first, uh, 10. I think they're all good. Um, if you want the stuff where we talk more about, um, I mean, so this show became very important for me, uh, for a variety of reasons that I won't go totally into, but one of them was that I was having a terrible time trying to write a book that I would never actually finish writing. And it was a terrible, just a terrible, difficult time for me. Uh, boohoo book guy has trouble, but like, it was very difficult for me because, um, I had kind of been on a pretty good tear for a few years doing stuff that I liked and putting out stuff I liked and the all consuming process of working on that book. Even when I wasn't writing that book, I was writing that book and it, it made me start to feel kind of crazy after a while. And it was very fraught. I made tons of mistakes and I own those mistakes, but, um, it got to a point where like, I wasn't writing very often in public. I couldn't afford the, to even give myself the time to go do something that wasn't failing at this book, mm -hmm. right? So like I had to like, basically I felt like I needed to self-punish myself to be miserable all the time, just, just bounce on my family so much of the day. It was a very difficult time for me, boohoo. But what- well, don't, what, don't say that. I mean, it's, well, no, it's no, legit I mean, it's hard a very to do first, what you're it's doing. A very, well, no, no. Well, all I'm trying to say is, I know there's no way to absolve myself against the criticism, but the two things I will own is that, like, I was fortunate to ever have that opportunity. It's a shame that I blew it. And the mistakes that I made along the way, I mean, it's fun to be all TED Talk and act like that was instructional, but mainly it was just extremely painful. And as somebody who, you know, some people say, oh, you know, I got to work out to feel good. I've got to like, you know, eat right and work out. If I don't work out today, oh, I got to get a run in. I'm kind of that way. I don't want to make too big a deal out of this, but I'm kind of that way with making stuff and putting it out. I'm a little bit of a junkie, not for the praise even so much, but for the like, ah, I just finished a little thing. Right. And that used to be really fun for me when I was a, a blogger for a living. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, because, and then that could become like, oh, okay, I want to put out a fun video or, you know, oh, I'm going to make a podcast. But I had all of these little uh, opportunities for micro creativity. I think that's a theme. That's my, might be what we called it a while back. But I was not only incapable, I was failing privately with the book. I was not putting anything out publicly so much. Um, but starting this podcast was a big deal for me because it was a way of saying, you know, even while you're still effing up this book project so hard, you've got to start making something that, that, that you like. And this was a good opportunity to do that. And it was my first kind of furtive step back into the world of like, even while I was still failing at the book, it was something where I was able to put something out, uh, even though I was certainly not through that tunnel by a long shot. And that was really good because I'd opened a, opened a door, opened a window, opened something. Like I would, you know, I, anyway, I'm not sure why I'm saying all of this, but that's why when we started the show, yes, it was intended to be about pound sign productivity and all that kind of stuff. But the abortive mission of 43 folders that had to be sort of just given up for this other terrible project was less to be productive and more to be um, creative, to do creative work that you're pleased with, even if you're not financially like successful with it, even if you're not, you know, uh, doing Ted talks and stuff like that. The idea was to make like what I eventually came to as the sort of, um, the big plaque on 43 folders was like making time to do your best creative work. And that, that became very important to me. And, um, and having this as a place to do that, um, I'm really grateful. It's not like I'm dying and I hope I'm not, but, um, <laughs> tune in next week. We'll see how I did. Right. Hopefully you'll um, still be with us. May never know. But, um, <laughs> That's why, and so that was a very roundabout 
long-winded way of saying, yeah, there is a lot in the early episodes of this show, if memory serves, of this like, hey, get your head out of your ass and just go do a thing, right? And like getting that in motion is so valuable to hear. It was valuable for me to hear. right? And it's even germane to that email that you just forwarded to me, mm-hmm. believe it or not, mm-hmm. in the sense that, um, so, uh, I, I haven't had a, t- a ton to share, but I've been kind of, as I keep mentioning lightly and, you know, perplexingly, I've been, been getting back into some audio stuff, recording music, um, in GarageBand, um, in Logic, on the iPad for GarageBand, and mostly just to kind of like get my legs under me uh, right, again yeah. with getting out of the habit of like, click this thing to start a Skype call. Like there's more to it than that. Right. And I don't have a lot to share yet. I don't know if I ever will, but I'm having a hell of a good time. It's really fun. I made a song that sounds like craft work about how to remember to wash your hands. Like that was fun. I put that out. I've <laughs> done a bunch of covers in the last couple of weeks just for me. But just really kind of just getting back into it. Get the guitar set up again. Get the DAW for the guitar going. Get Do all the stuff. Learn, download all the beats. Learn all the beats. And now the funny backdoor thing is... That was very much intended to be a thing that is fun for me and maybe eventually fun for other people, this micro creativity game. But it's also been an interesting, um, useful side door into stuff like, yeah, I'm learning logic now. And I'm, I'm, I'm able to tackle the thing that in the absence of expertise and experience is the most difficult, which is what do I need to know? What do I not need to know? What do I need to obsess about? What do I need to never obsess about? Right. And learning stuff like, ah, hitting the home key does not go, does not take the scrubber to the beginning in GarageBand. In this GarageBand, all I had to do is go look it up. You hit zero. Zero takes you to the top of the document, right? Stuff like that. One reason I didn't get with the new version of GarageBand, in addition to it not working with podcasts, like it used to, um, right. which is frustrating, is that just dumb stuff like that, just that tiny little bit of resistance. All I had to do, learn how to do was hit, hit zero. And that would take me to the scrubber head, uh, to the, you know, to the top of the document. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's, uh, this, is, this is the mess that uh, the creative life can be, a good kind of mess. The mess of in success. That you never know, don't mess with Texas. <laughs> it's about garbage. A lot of people don't know that. Huh. And so that's uh, that's a funny thing is that if you follow your nose into something that delights you and you stick with it and you try a little harder than you should, sometimes you get interesting results. I feel like that was very much, I if memory serves, was the theme of the early um, parts of this program. And then we did talk a lot about comics for a while. Mm-hmm. We talked about Markdown sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this is this is a good list. I don't. I wonder if listener Larry could share this with people. Also, how's he seeing starred episodes? Oh, he must be looking at the podcast. He has starred them page. in. He said he starred them in Overcast himself. Well, I've had his I've own had a, stars. I've had a request out for a while to be able to use stars for my smart playlist. Ah, oh. I've had. I, I still have confidence or hope that that will come someday. Well, the, the person to who say, makes, show me a smart playlist of everything. You know, the stars. person who makes an application uh, does not listen to the. <laughs> Program. That's okay. That's okay. I, I I wouldn't either. No. Get 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 out there. Get your let's see, abrupt existential jerk. Walk the coastline, bitches. That would be probably about project management. You think? I mean that's yeah, a safe about the bat- coast coastline of Scotland problem. See, we you talked that, right? about that and that sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but now I've forgotten that. Um let's go see what it says. I'm sure I was just very let's just play back it. the episode. Merlin is back from Mac World. 
something pipe eye world oh that's funny pipe eye world all right you remember that when yes. they had the pipe in the logo yes <gasps> yes Oh, look at that. To talk with Dan about the true cost of iceberg lettuce, an anchor tenant, 20 minutes of your time, and how much of your life you're going to eat sand. You don't have a TARDIS to make it back to <laughs> pick up your kid or make it to built to spill so walk the coastline. I apparently was having a fugue state shortly after recording. <laughs> Episode 52, Walk the Coastline, bitches. Uh-huh. <laughs> the hidden cost is the true cost. Mm, it's very wise. Uh-huh. Um... Dan, I think that's going to be it. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Do, do you feel like, do you have anything else? Hey, you, did, you have a, did, you, did, did you have other stuff you want to talk about? Uh, you uh, no, alluded. that's good. We did a good you alluded. hour. We did a All solid right. hour. Oh, so uh, one, one other thing I did want to mention that's not super critical important, but I wanted to mention that um, my son and I have started to watch a TV show that I... Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I loved when it was out. It's a little show called Lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are really, really, really enjoying it. I'm amazed at how much I had, f- I, like, I remember big things. Like, I remember- how far, how far in are you? Oh, first, still in the first season, like toward the end mm-hmm. of the first season. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm just really, really still enjoying it. Uh, there's, that first episode is one of the greatest first episodes of all time. It really is, but the thing- He wakes that, up, he's looking at the sky, the yeah, dog. Yeah, And then he gets to the beach and it's like, I, I still get- it's so intense. It's so, even if you're not listening to it, watching it on a big screen, even if you're not watching it super loud, it's still so goddamn tense. It is. Like when he gets there and then the, the, the engine and then like, Just spinning oh like that. And here's the what weird- an amazing piece of action, uh, just action filmmaking that is. The thing that really impresses me is that as much as I know the show and know what happens, and I've forgotten a lot, like I was saying- But the thing that just really is amazing about it is that all of the characters, as far as I've seen so far, are fully formed in the first five minutes of the first episode. So often you'll watch Mm -hmm. a show and the characters are like, they're one way in episode one, season one. And then in like episode 10 of season three, they're <laughs> completely different. And they're yeah, like, like there's somebody else that starts like as a background character where you're like, or somebody like almost like Creed on the yeah, office. Yeah. And like figure out, oh, we've really got something good on our hands here. Yeah. Like, but you're right. Like er, there's a Everyone little is, bit. They are who about they everybody's are. Everybody's character. Like the, the, was it the sister who's kind of whiny and you've got Hurley. Shannon. And you got Drive Shaft, you yep, know. Yep. <laughs> And it's, but it's, it's, it's it's so funny though, because they're like, they're fully formed, Yeah, you know, like they are who they are and you see it and you're like, oh, right. All the stuff with Kate where you're like, will they figure out who she is? It's like, oh my God, that show, you're still at the point when that show had, felt like it had seemingly endless possibilities, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately it it did have endless possibilities. It just kept having possibilities. And then where do you get to S2E1 if memory serves? Isn't is that, isn't that the that's Desmond? Yes, Desmond. The yes, yes. Oh yes. my God! What a reveal! Oh I my know. God! That's so good. Now, if you can remind me, on no spoilers here, but do you remember which season happens where the the, for lack of a better term, the others mm-hmm. when it shows their setup? I and don't. I, I, I don't remember the episode starts out, and you're like, "What's going on? What this is, is not all the this?" This is the the, the Linus yes. His group. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And when they first get into like they find the video and everything. I know. That's all season two stuff. Yep. 
Oh my god! Oh, I want to watch. I can't get my kid into it. I think, she, I think she got a little bit freaked out, understandably, by the um, the first. But now she watches Grey's Anatomy, and there's so much blood, Dan. Dan, the blood. Is that why you've been tweeting about that? Oh my god! We're in season nine or no ten? We're in season ten. Oh god, it's sickening how much of my time has been wasted on this terrible show. And there's so there's explosions of blood, literally. <sighs> now let me ask you this: Have you seen the movie Jojo Rabbit? No. Oh my god. I'm good. Now I have to see it. It's about it's like Nazis. And I can't play. Don't, don't, don't anybody tell Syracuse of this, please. <sighs> but through a variety of happenstances and bad habits, we ended up watching parts of the beginning several times before we ever made it through the whole movie. And boy, is that ever a hell of a movie. My daughter has declared it now to be her favorite movie. It's made her a Sam Rockwell super fan. Oh, well, he's a great actor. He's great. He's in it. Taika Waititi, give me a break. Got Scarjo, you got the little kid. The little kid's amazing. The other little kid with the glasses, Jiminy Christmas. You should watch Jojo Rabbit. It's, 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 um, it Holy. gets challenging in the third act. Like it's gonna, it's like we both just. She has to leave the room. Like I watched the end of it with my wife last night, and she had to leave the room. Like it just, I just sob at this movie. It gets you like four different ways. It's so good. Anyway, if you want to be sad, wash your hands. Go watch Jojo Rabbit. Stay inside. Shelter oh, I, in place. My last comment about the, uh, yeah, the COVID-19 thing. Um, you know, I'm, I've got OCD. I wash my hands a lot. Mm-hmm. I've trained myself in a combination of OCD and avoiding germs, as well as being in food service for like a long time in like high school and college. I generally avoid touching my face kind of anyway. Mm-hmm. And I wash my hands obsessively with soap and I use hand gel too much. And I <laughs> tweeted uh, something along the lines of, um, you know, like as, as somebody with OCD has been doing this, it's good to see other people are washing their hands now. And, uh, and somebody uh, replied to it and said, I feel like I've been training for this moment my whole life. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the for, feeling, you know? For people with OCD or for people with social anxiety, you're yeah. like, yes, yeah. finally like, it is my welcome. time to shine. Welcome, friends. All the plans will be canceled for me. It's, it's, <laughs> now it's, I don't it's have to go on that trip. <laughs> it's cancellation Christmas. <laughs> Syracuse must be very happy he doesn't have to fly anywhere right now. Oh, uh, he's not a good flyer. Yeah. Um, hey, so, uh, everybody, uh, I hope your week goes okay. Get, get in on those, buy the dip, get, get in that market, buy the dip. Buy the dip. <sighs> and I don't mean skull. Mm. Um, so, uh, let's button this up. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. <laughs>